Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Tom Hankey, Jr. Tom bowls collegiately at Weber International University. Tom, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. All right. Well, Tommy, you are the 2020 Storm Collegiate Bowler of the Year. You bowl, interna- you bowl collegiately at Weber International University. Let's talk about that award and what it means for you as a sophomore, meaning you still got some bowling time left in college uh, to win this award. Yeah, right now, obviously, still kind of being on cloud nine. It means a lot to me. Um, you know, uh, the committee being made up of a certain group of retired coaches and a lot of the uh, collegiate department coming together, sending in their votes, uh, just to know that they're aware of the kind of season that I've had is really special to me. Um, there, I was up against a lot of great really great competitors, um, Brandon Biondo, Brian Halen, bowlers uh, in the country, and to be ultimately to be the one that was chosen is very, very special to me. Well, you had a, a few tournaments there. I mean, for the season here, for almost 50 games, you averaged almost 218, and you had a little streak there going in the middle of the season where you finished second, second, and third in three consecutive tournaments. So kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, that started at the Brunswick Southern Classic in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, that was one of the best tournaments I've ever bowled in my life, not just collegiately. Um, the next, uh, that, that was just a huge boost because especially last year in that tournament, I really did not bowl that well at all. Um, So being able to go back to a building that I hadn't had success in and have the major success that I did was very gratifying for me, very confidence-boosting moving on to the year. And then in Kentucky was the second one where I finished second again. Um, They were almost the exact opposite of uh, Atlanta. They were brutally hard, and I, I was so on top of everything that I needed to control. When we we started playing the gutter, then we jumped into fifth arrow, then we would jump back and free move, didn't miss any transition. Uh, spare shooting was beyond unfathomable for me. Um, and then that continues into Glenn Carlson, and that's easily the best collegiate tournament I've ever bowled in my life, and it's a tournament that I look back on a lot. Um, being able to come over some mental struggles that had been through the season or my collegiate season, um, being able to come through in the moment in our in a team match play environment was really big in my confidence for the rest of the season. So yeah, talk about your mental game a little bit. We know Dr. Dean helps out quite a bit with you guys down there and comes in and, and, uh, and tries to whip you guys into shape and get you, get you guys mentally where you need to be. But how has he been an inspiration to you? And you said you know you were able to get some things where you needed them. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, Dr. Dean Heinitz has been a 
great friend of mine for many years. I've worked with him numerous times. Kyber uh, uh, Clinics, uh, Team USA, Camp, um, through the Weber program. And I've always heard what he said and taken it in, but I've never been able to fully grasp it and ever actually feel that I'm able to apply it. And at that tournament, the Glen Carlson tournament at South Point in Vegas was really when it clicked like, holy cow, this works and I can do this. And that, that was so key for me because a lot of what Dr. Dean has talked to me about over the years is what's called the, or what I call the so what, now what mindset. So uh, I'm a computer science major, however, my brain is always running. My brain is always looking for something to do or a solution to a problem, whatever it may be. So whenever there's an issue, whatever it may be, whether it be uh, bad feel, bad bar reaction, whatever it may be, uh, my brain tries to constantly figure out the why. And, it's, and instead of figuring out the why, I went into the mindset of, okay, so this is what's happening. What can I breaking down everything, slowing my brain down, which was key for me, uh, and then staying in the moment, not trying to get ahead of everything else. So what kind of an emphasis do you put on uh, um, mental game versus physical game versus uh, lane play? You know, if you if you were to uh, sort of rank, uh, you know, and, and maybe even you look at like equipment and layouts and, you know, matching up with the right surface and stuff, is there a certain kind of a priority you put to all those different uh, components of the sport? Uh, yeah, I do. I do believe that bowling, I rank bowling as, or I've always said that bowling requires 110% effort. Um, mental game wise is about a hundred percent worth of that percentage. And then all the other, um, you need, uh, physical game, lane play strategy, spare shooting strategy, uh, knowing and understanding layouts, um, I, that makes up the other 10%. And then based on who that bowler is determines how much of that 10% goes to what category. 100 out of that 110% is uh, mental because bowling, mm. you know, it's an invisible environment. And you, yeah. don't, you only have control up until the foul line. Everything before the foul line you can control. Once you let go of it, you're rooting for it. And there's no guarantee of anything there's a really good percent chance, but there's no 100%. And let's hit on your bowling. Grew up in Massachusetts, a very, uh, very strong bowling area. Uh, talk about some people who maybe influenced your game when you were growing up and, and some of the things that you were able to take from, from other bowlers and, and uh, piece them into your game and, and get you where you are today. Yeah, a lot of... Uh Growing up in Massachusetts and the New England area, really just the Northeast in general, I got a chance to uh, get close relationships with a lot of great uh, bowlers and Hall of Famers. Uh, first two that really come to mind to me are Parker Bone and Danny Wiseman. Um, mm-hmm. I've known Parker since I was 14 or 15. He's always been a great friend. He's always been very helping and understanding and always willing to be a listening ear if I were to ever need it. And then I've gotten to know uh, Danny really well over the past few years. Uh, I got to know him more when he would run his scholarship tournament in Baltimore, 
was when I really got to know him really well. And he's always, he has like the flair and the fire that I imagine myself having as well. And I watch a lot of his old videos and a lot of what he does is very inspiring to me. Talking about Danny Wiseman, you know, I mean, he's uh, actually, he and I have a little bit of a connection um, because we both had the same coach for, for many, many years, Bill Hall. And uh, so actually Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff in my game that I tried to emulate, um, I got some of that uh, from watching Danny. And a a lot of that was just, he was really one of the players who, you know, when he came out on tour, uh, well, two things that I really noticed about him was one, I mean, he had just a long, tremendous slide and leverage at the line, this really long, fluid arm swing. And then he had this amazing ability to win on TV. So I wanted to tap into that just a little bit. And I actually talked to him on the phone uh, not too long ago just to kind of say, hey, what exactly was that, that that made you excel so much, especially in the uh, the high pressure environment that comes with a PBA telecast? And it was a, yeah, it was a really a, a neat conversation. So it's cool that you brought him up. Yeah. Um, so my, my personal input, probably, it probably comes along the same line. I I look at the opportunity on television or to bowl on television. We got to bowl on, I've gotten to bowl on TV for the junior bowl show twice in 2015. And then this past summer, uh, and obviously the single show and then the team show. Um, I look at that opportunity being a junior bowler, not even being 21 yet. You know, we only, you only get to do that unless you're in, once you're in college, you get the opportunity to do that two or three times if you're still junior eligible. If you're not even in college, you only really get the opportunity to be on national television once, and that's at junior gold. Mm-hmm. So my mindset goes to, you know, this is really cool. This is fun. I don't think about all the eyes watching or the people watching at home or the cameras or the lights. I'm like, this is, I actually use that as like a motivation and energy. Like, this is really cool. This is, you know, the opportunity of a lifetime. So let's take advantage of it. And speaking of that, then, you said you, you competed and did real well out in Vegas. Talk about how, how even just being able to put, away, put aside some of the distractions, like you're talking about mm-hmm. there on TV, some of those distractions that everyone can maybe face if we let them get to us in Vegas, whether you're 21 or not, we can put those aside when we're there to bowl and compete and, and, uh, and ultimately you know, win tournaments and help our team out. Yeah, so obviously the the premiere of Vegas on uh, a lot of people's eyes is the bowling club environment in that vicinity is unlike any other regular bowling center. It, it mainly because it's not a regular bowling center. It's only used for tournaments, only used for major competition. And again, instead of looking at this huge arena setting with people behind you, there's a huge settee area full of fans and, the lights and the noises are unlike anything else in any other facility in the world. I use that as insp- I use that as inspiration to be better because you know you don't it, you don't get to see that every day. We don't experience that every day, and it's I use it more as and it actually kind of helps me because I get into that tunnel vision kind of mindset a little bit easier and knowing that everything else is okay, everything else is just kind of there, so. Regardless, there's still the lane is still regulation the same. That's the big thing is no matter if it's at South Point or if it were at Kegel or if it were at another bowling center somewhere in the middle of Kansas, 
it would be the, the lane, the pins, and the bowling balls, the ball return, everything else is the same. So there's no real, there's no difference other than where that lane is set up. So everything else is really cool, but the main task at hand is still the same. So uh, obviously you're very happy with your decision to go to Weber. Were you considering any other uh, colleges before you made that decision? Not really. Um, I've always, I came to Weber for two reasons. One, the school is small. Uh, the campus is pretty small. The area that it's in is uh, relatively small. I'm not a big fan of the larger environments, the big city environments. Um, you know, the class sizes are pretty small, which is nice. We can actually have a connection with our professors, which is nice. Um, that on top of Kaggle, I mean, you can't. Uh, my ultimate goal, obviously, as any athlete that has strived to be best, to be the best that they can be is to be the best that they can be. And there's nowhere else, no other facility in the world like Kegel where you can get better just in one day. You can make major strides, major improvements just in one day because of all the access to tools and technology and coaches, other players that have been there for years. And it's, that was really the ultimate decision was knowing that I would have full access to the Kegel Training Center every day. Yeah, that certainly does help uh, when when, uh, when looking towards a school and looking for a place to go to school. So, uh, Thomas Hankey Jr., want to thank you for being here. Sophomore at Weber International University, Storm Collegiate Bowler of the Year on the male side. Again, thanks for being here, and all the best of luck in your uh, collegiate bowling uh, time left, and we will certainly be catching up with you again down the road. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it.